April showers bring Mayflowers, but what do Mayflowers bring? A special offer from the DSR Network. For the month of May, become a member and receive 20% off a monthly or annual membership. Members receive an ad-free listening experience, exclusive bonus content, our evening members-only newsletter, and an invitation to continue the conversation via our members-only Slack community. This offer won't last, so act now. Visit thedsrnetwork.com slash buy and enter code MAYFLOWERS, one word, to receive your discount. That's thedsrnetwork.com slash buy and code MAYFLOWERS. Thank you for your support. It's May 2nd, 2023, and this is your DSR Daily Brief. I'm Chris Cottnor. Our top stories from international outlets this morning. The AP is reporting that the White House said Monday it now estimates that just since December, Russia has suffered 100,000 casualties, including more than 20,000 killed, as Ukraine has rebuffed a heavy assault by Russian forces in eastern Ukraine. White House National Security Council spokesman John Kirby said the U.S. estimate is based on newly declassified American intelligence. He did not detail how the intelligence community derived the number. General Mark Milley, the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, said in November that Russia had suffered well over 100,000 killed or wounded in the first eight months of the war. The new figures suggest that Russian losses have dramatically accelerated in recent months. Kirby said nearly half those killed since December are Wagner forces, many of them convicts, who were released from prison to join Russia's fight. He said Wagner forces were thrown into combat and without sufficient combat or combat training, combat leadership, or any sense of organizational command and control. The New York Times reports that Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen said on Monday that the United States could run out of money to pay its bills by June 1st if Congress does not raise or suspend the debt limit, putting pressure on President Biden and lawmakers to reach a swift agreement to avoid defaulting on the nation's debt. The more precise warning over when the United States could hit the so-called X date dramatically reduces the projected amount of time lawmakers have to reach a deal before the government runs out of money to pay all of its bills on time. The new timeline could accelerate negotiations between the House, Senate, and Mr. Biden over government spending, a high-stakes standoff between the President and House Republicans who have refused to raise the limit without deep spending cuts attached. In response to Ms. Yellen's new timeline, Mr. Biden on Monday called the top four leaders in Congress to ask for a meeting on May 9th to discuss fiscal issues. According to Al Jazeera, U.S. President Joe Biden has assured his Philippines counterpart, Ferdinand Marcos Jr., that the U.S. commitment to the defense of the Southeast Asian ally remains ironclad, including in the disputed South China Sea. Marcos, on the first White House visit by a Philippines leader in 10 years, stressed it was only natural for Manila to be close to its sole treaty ally in a region with arguably the most complicated geopolitical situation in the world right now. The talks in Washington, D.C. on Monday afternoon 
took place with the two countries moving closer together after ties soured under Marcos Jr.'s predecessor, Rodrigo Duterte. The trip also coincides with a push by the Biden administration to counter China's growing influence in the Asia-Pacific region and its increasingly assertive claim to almost the entire South China Sea. Elsewhere, Politico reports that after missing multiple self-imposed deadlines for capturing Bakhmut, Russia continues to throw more of its soldiers into the grinding battle in the Donetsk region in a desperate bid for something to tout during next week's Victory Day parade in Moscow. Russia celebrates the Soviet victory over Nazi Germany in World War II every year on May 9th, and President Vladimir Putin has used the holiday to boost his image as a strongman over the course of his decades in power. But this year's celebration will be somewhat muted, with Putin canceling parades in Russia's Kursk region and Belgorod, which border Ukraine, and in Russian-occupied Crimea, citing security concerns. With Moscow now in its second year of full-scale war on Ukraine and no sign of imminent victory, Putin is pushing to win a battle to sell to Russians on May 9th. Reuters is reporting that China is increasingly barring people from leaving the country, including foreign executives, a jarring message as the authorities say the country is open for business after three years of tight COVID-19 restrictions. Scores of Chinese and foreigners have been ensnared by exit bans, according to a new report by the rights group Safeguard Defenders, while a Reuters analysis has found an apparent surge of court cases involving such bans in recent years, and foreign business lobbies are voicing concern about the trend. Since Xi Jinping took power in 2012, China has expanded the legal landscape for exit bans and increasingly used them, sometimes outside legal justification, the Safeguard Defenders report reads. Attention on the exit bans comes as China-U.S. tensions have risen over trade and security disputes. This contrasts with China's message that it is opening up to overseas investment and travel, emerging from the isolation of some of the world's tightest COVID curbs. The Reuters analysis of records on exit bans from China's Supreme Court database shows an eight-fold increase in cases mentioning bans between 2016 and 2022. According to the BBC, a senior figure in the Palestinian militant group Islamic Jihad, Qader Adnan, has died in an Israeli jail after 86 days on hunger strike. The Israel Prison Service said he was found unconscious early on Tuesday. He was taken to the hospital, but attempts to resuscitate him failed. The IPS said he had refused to undergo medical tests and get treatment. After the death was announced, militants fired at least three rockets from the Gaza Strip, with no one hurt. Islamic Jihad, which is based in the Gaza Strip, had earlier warned Israel would pay a heavy price should he die in jail. Adnan, 44, had been charged with belonging to a terrorist group and incitement and had been due to stand trial this month. He had been on hunger strike five times. Al Jazeera reports that Israeli air raids have targeted the international airport in the northern Syrian city of Aleppo early on Tuesday, 
killing one Syrian soldier and putting the airport out of commission, Syria's state media said. Citing a military official, the state news agency Sana said two civilians and five other Syrian soldiers were wounded. The airport has been a key channel for the flow of aid into the country after an earthquake hit Turkey and Syria on February 6th, killing more than 50,000 people, including more than 6,000 in Syria. There was no immediate statement from Israeli authorities to the Associated Press news agency on the attacks. In lighter news from the AP, the late Karl Lagerfeld's fluffy pampered cat Chopet is a star in her own right and still very much alive. So naturally, there was much chatter about whether the fashion designer's muse would attend Monday's Met Gala honoring him, but the cat took to Instagram to dispel rumors that she would be escorted up the stairs in New York. Many people invited me to walk the red carpet of the Met Gala in tribute to Daddy, but we preferred to stay peacefully and cozy at home, the Chopet Lagerfeld account said in an Instagram post on Monday. We pay tribute to my daddy every day since his parting, and we are moved to see one more day dedicated to him. Chopet is represented by a pet marketing agency, which likely penned the post on her behalf. Lagerfeld told the magazine Numero that Chopet, now 11, dined with him at the table, eating only freshly prepared meals. She was brushed four times a day and appeared on magazine covers with Lagerfeld. If you have a strange but true story that you'd like to share, please email us at podcasts at thedsrnetwork.com. The story should come from a reputable news source and be verifiable. If we use the story, we'll include a shout-out to the person who sent it. That's all the news I have for you today. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe so that more people can find the show. If you have a tip, topic, or correction you'd like to flag for us, please email us at podcasts at thedsrnetwork.com. Members of the DSR Network will receive an evening newsletter version of the DSR Daily Brief. If you'd like more in-depth analysis of these issues, be sure to follow the links in the show notes and tune in to our sister podcasts on the DSR Network. Stay safe and stay tuned to the DSR Daily Brief.